Are you interested in building water features professionally? Whether you have an existing contracting business or are looking for a fun and profitable side hustle, then you found the perfect podcast to follow. I'm Greg Whitstock, the Pond Guy, founder of Aquascape Inc., and this is my podcast. Each 20-minute episode profiles the journey of a successful certified Aquascape contractor whose best practices you can emulate. I love my job, and here's how you can too. All right. Well, we are on the phone with a local guy, Roy Dahl, Aqua Landscapes, uh, right down the street here. Um, how you doing, Roy? I'm doing good, Greg. How are you? Well, I'm excited because, geez, how long have we known each other, buddy? Uh, since 2000, uh, I think it's 2004 is when I first Okay. Met. All right. So we're going on uh, 16 years here. So I know that uh, you have an interesting story and uh, and how you got into this. And so talk a little bit about your other job and your background and, and uh, just a little bit about how you became a palm builder, buddy. Okay. So uh, first of all, I, I'm a, a going on 28 years at a fire department here, a local fire department. Uh, I'm a lieutenant there now. And uh, when I, as, as most firemen, um, one mm-hmm. of the other, one of the guys I worked with, a lieutenant, had a small landscaping company and asked me to start cutting some grass for him, which turned into me doing it, uh, a, my own company doing landscaping. And uh, I did that since 90, I started in the fire service 92. I started a landscaping company in 94. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I kept getting, uh, uh, bigger and bigger and doing, you know, cutting and brickwork and retaining walls and all kinds of different things. And then uh, every time I go to the nursery, I kept seeing this one guy that kept uh, one of the local guys that kept saying, "Hey, uh, you need to start building ponds, man. I'm I'm building ponds now. It's great. We need more pond builders." And I kept seeing him. Uh, it was Ernie Sellis, and uh, uh-huh. kept, seeing, yep. kept kept seeing him at the nursery all the time. He's like, "The heck with that!" And uh, you know, with the cutting and stuff. And uh, one day I was cutting grass, and I was cutting grass for my lieutenant who lived in town there. And I pulled up one way, and he pulled up another way, and I said, what are you doing here? He says, I'm putting in a pond in his backyard. And I was like, <laughs> so I watched Ernie and his guys put in a complete 11 by 16 pond with a 10-foot stream in five hours. I never cut grass uh-huh. that day. I just stood mm-hmm. there with uh, looking at it, and then I had uh, I went to my first pond build. Um, what year is this? That was probably 95. Um, it was mm-hmm. with... Uh, um, you mean 2005? Builds, uh, 2005. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, uh, started getting into the water features. And then uh, in 2006, I started my journey on being a CAC. And I was a CAC within one year, uh, mm-hmm. getting all my stuff done. And uh, I've been here ever since. And uh, I've been. And you're probably, what, in, only 25 minutes from Aqualand? I'm yeah, I'm actually 15 minutes from Aqualand. I'm, yep. I'm about a couple towns over, um, real close. So I'm one of the local guys, and I, I I've been hanging around Aquascapes forever. Um, and then, as you know, I've I've come back and helped teach at the academy for years. Um, mm-hmm. Probably attended a hundred of those, and uh, just to give back and learn more. And uh, it's worked out good. Um, so we have um, a we have a we have a number of firemen. We have a number of police officers. We have another, you know, guys who have you know you know basically you know jobs that allow them you know because of the the way the schedules work to to do something as as well. Uh, 
for for people that are you know wanting to do a, a you know maybe a, a side hustle or something like this, how to, talk a little bit about you know how this actually works, how you got it set up, what your operations look like. You know, I know you got one full time guy and you got some part time guys. So just talk a little bit about how you've structured your you know as a full time fireman and uh, full time pond builder. You know how it actually works with your schedule and, and how you actually do it. So uh, what what I did is. Um, as I was getting going, my the, the, my foreman, who's been with me for 15 or 20 years, um, he has uh, he started out doing landscaping, knew nothing about landscaping, and then he learned all, all the pond stuff. And he basically runs the company when I'm at the firehouse. He takes care of mm-hmm. all all the service work and uh, manages the crews and stuff like that. And we've transitioned from part-time people where I've had firemen work for me before, and I've had young kids. During the summer, I do have some college kids that work for me. And then mm-hmm. I've got this year. I'll have two full-time people. I've had a few full, two two full-time people uh, for the past five years. Um, of course, they're it's ever changing. So we're going to have a new guy again this year. Um, mm-hmm. Just trying yep. to find the right fit for our company. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we uh, we can do anywhere from ten to ten to fifteen either rebuilds or uh, new ponds every year. Uh, we do about a hundred spring cleanouts. And then we do mm-hmm. fall shutdowns, and we also do winter maintenance. Um, I, pr- I try to follow the plan that you guys have in the uh, academy book, and we use a lot of the same materials, and we see a lot of the same people uh, in the area. And uh, so we've been doing that, and we've, you know, uh, Juan has been a great foreman. He, he takes care yep. of everything. Uh, when I'm at the fire house, I don't have to worry about it. I really don't have time to worry about it when I'm there. And then we work, uh, I work 24 hours a day, 24 hours a day there, uh, eight to eight. And then when I get off, we go and do whatever we have to do. Uh, what's nice is that the schedule's set up and Juan could get the materials and do everything and he could be on the job site and I might never have to show up there. So it works out yeah, really so well. You have one main guy and then you have seasonal guys that, you know, you rotate through, but is basically the freedom that it allows you by having a guy that you've basically transitioned from, you know, the mow and blow days into water features is that uh, he can keep the business going when, when you, you know, when you're on the clock for your other job. Correct. Correct. Yeah, so why did you transition? Well. Talk a little bit about this to, to you know people. Why did you transition from you know the mowing and blowing? And you talked about Ernie Salas, which was a perennial you know number one customer for us building eleven by sixteen ponds. What was it about that day that that what did you see? Like you you know you talked about you know him putting in a pond in in, in five man hours. Was it the was it the efficiency? You know what what why you know what made you switch over your business from mowing blowing well, to, to to water features? That's a great question because what it was is I, I love the artistry and I love the the way that you can you work with rock and water and and it, and it's more artistry than it is work and what was happening was and it's still true today if I'm mm-hmm. at the firehouse it's a beautiful day when I'm off it's raining it's nasty it's, it's cold <laughs> whatever all the time Murphy's so law when I was when I was cutting twenty five or thirty longs a day. By, my, by myself, I did about 50 a week, and it would rain the two days that I was off, and then when I went to the firehouse, it was beautiful. So people were mad because I was not getting the grass, grass cut in the time, and then it was six to eight inches deep when I went to cut it, and it was a big pain in the butt. And then after yep. going and looking at the ponds, I liked, I can work in the mud, I can work in water, it really doesn't matter, uh, had a lot of fun. Um, I'm very artistic, and uh, I try to learn 
everything I can from the, the, the big powerhouses in our, in our group. And um, I've learned a lot from Brian, from Ed, uh, and the guys on the East Coast. So uh, it's, it's been an interesting thing. I, I got away from the cutting and I never looked back. How did that happen? How was that? Tra- talk about that transition. So 2005, you know, you, you saw Ernie Sellis putting in water features. He, he's been encouraging you to get into it. But, you know, how did you actually start? Where did it, how did it actually go from, you know, a build a pond day in 2005 to where you're, you're a full-time pond builder now with your business then, you know, and, and no more lawn, mowing and blowing? So um, I, I went to a, uh, a pond build in 2005, then I um, – put something in at my house. And then I went to a couple other, actually I brought my wife to a pond build. Uh, another hmm. one of your cust- one of your employees is having one built at their house. And I brought hmm. her and another fireman. And, uh, and that's where the transition started. We started to do a little bit bigger projects. I was doing six by eight, eight by 11s, uh, and then started going on bigger, bigger things. Uh, I actually, um, uh, at one time, I had a rain exchange class we did here in my front yard. Chris Wilson came out and helped teach architects, builders, other other landscapers, and uh, village employees, village public works employees, about the rain exchange system that uh, is mm-hmm. built in my front yard. Um, with so then, a uh, with a, a fireman's uh, 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 discharge, correct? Fire hydrant. Yeah, fire, yep, fire, uh, hydrant. fire hydrant yep. waterfall in, in that thing. And, um <laughs> Yeah, so um, the the mowing and stuff just just kind of faded away. I was still doing complete landscaping and stuff like that, and then it got to the point where I had um, the the time factors were just easier with the ponds, and I can schedule it better for myself. And I just like the artistic. So now we're a, we're basically a specialty company. We work with other landscapers to actually put in water features for them. And because uh, a lot of people, you know, don't know how to do it or don't want to, you know, get the um, dedicated crew to it. So uh, yeah, and I would imagine that you make more money being a, a specialist with water features than you did being a generalist with lawns. Correct. Correct. Yes, and that was one of the other things. The the fifty percent profit margin and stuff like that always was good because the grass cutting was never. You make maybe maybe 10% if you're lucky at the end of the year and um, just a lot, lot nicer uh, stuff that you can do more artistic. We do some beautiful work um, and I've learned so much over the years. And now uh, we uh, we've been a, a top 100 contractor for you guys for a, a, a while now. Talk a little bit about um, your passion, where it comes from. I mean, do you have a story or a, an illustration where you can really say you got bit by the water gardening bug? I mean, when we went out and vlogged your customers, you know, it was uh, like, uh, you know, good old friend family reunion when you would go up and walk into somebody's house. Talk a little bit about what gives you the passion. You know, I love to say I love my job. You know, why do you love yours? Oh, I just, uh, I, I love the artistic thing. I love at the end. My, my favorite thing is when, when the homeowner turns it on, for the first time and they see the water and I've tried to explain to them, the water's going to go this way and it's going to move this way. And I'm right now I'm moving my fingers all over the place and sure. uh, I can, and I can, I can see we, I, I, our, one of our models is we are artists with rock and water mm-hmm. and we, we, the other one is we build serenity. So uh, I love the water features. I love the fish uh, and it just got me into, I used to, when I was a kid, 
behind my house there was a pond and we used to go out there and put rafts in there and look for uh, crayfish and frogs and we catch a hundred frogs in a week and um, we, we just had a blast uh, in that pond and then just hanging out and doing that and I've always been outside I always like doing the outside stuff I know I can't see myself sitting at a desk which I'm doing more and more often now uh, as the owner but uh, I, I really like that the, the passion was there for the the water features they you know cutting grass nobody sits and watch grass grow it's they they love the fish <laughs> and stuff like that and uh well and, and, become, and uh, you're a living example of that you've got a beautiful uh you know you got the pond that you talked about in the front yard but you got a pretty nice pond in the backyard too yes and that's been rebuilt like four times so now we're at 15 by 25 three feet deep <laughs> custom things bog filtration everything so uh yeah we're we've done it my wife uh, originally thought I was nuts when I came home and said, hey, I'm putting a pond in the backyard. She said, you're doing a what? And I put it in, and two days later, she was out buying the fish. It was now her pond, <laughs> not mine. And That's every time so I went, every, every time we started to do a new thing with the ponds, like we used different rock and stuff like that. Originally, we were using granite. We started, I came home, and I said, hey, I'm going to rebuild my waterfall with the weathered limestone. And she said, well, I thought you'd just rebuild the pond. And the next day, 14,000 pounds of rock showed up. So, uh, <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Doing it, so. So, so talk a little bit fun. about, you know, so you, you attend a lot of the Aquascape Academies. You've been coming to Pondemonium, I'm imagining, since, you know, the mid-2000s, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what, what is, you know, so you've seen people succeed in this industry. You've seen them flame out and not succeed. What would your advice be to people that are, you know, looking at water features as a, a potential business or, you know, seasoned veterans about, you know, how you continue to maintain success in there? What would your secrets be? The thing is be, be consistent and always be learning. Don't settle on one thing. There's a lot of things in this industry. There's a lot of different manufacturers, and there's, a, there's all these different ways, and find something that works and copy it. This is what Greg's been telling me for years, uh, and, and uh, I always, always uh, learn from what I see other people building, and I'm always willing to learn. That's what you have to do. You have to be willing to learn and learn from people that might know better than you, might have come up with a better way, and if you're going to get into the business, stick with one thing. Don't jump around. Figure out where you want to be and just do it. It's, and then learn so, as much as you mm-hmm. can about sales and everything else. So give me one business. example, something that you learned that you went back and applied in your business or your life was better because of it. Well, um, this guy, Greg Woodstock, kept <laughs> saying to me at these academies that I sucked at sales. And okay. he kept telling me that a lot. And uh, so I kind of took that advice and then learned, got together with some, learned some sales uh, um, classes, took some sales classes, learned some stuff, and now I can sell pretty good. I'm not perfect, but I'm getting a lot better. So well, as many people are in this sell. industry, you're an artist, and you had to mm-hmm. learn how to transition that art into into a thing that people would actually uh, understand what you were selling and buy, and you've been able to do that because of your work with other certified contractors. Isn't that correct? Correct. Correct. The other big thing that happened here um, that is a, a big thing for, for me, in 2007, my wife and daughter were in a, a major car wreck, and my mm-hmm. wife... Uh, 
I, I was able to keep working at the fire department, running a business, and I had a one-year-old due to family being able to help me. But uh, my wife has gone through 24 surgeries, so mm-hmm. I've had a lot of things happen in my life, and I've been able to still keep my passion going and keep the business and keep building water features. And it's, a, it's an escape for me for, from the fire department, the stuff that I mm-hmm. see there, and uh, the home life. So it's, it, it helps a lot. Amen. Amen. Well, Roy, I want to uh, thank you for, for taking the time to uh, share your wisdom with a lot of the people that are on here. And uh, I'm looking forward to when your vlogs premiere because it was a lot of fun traveling with you and, and, and meeting the customers who really appreciate your work. Uh, great. I appreciate it, too. I had a great time. Thanks, buddy. Hey, hope you enjoyed that podcast. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, just go to aquascapeinc.com slash podcast and tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. Central Time for a brand new podcast. I love my job and I hope you can too.